Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when it comes to the show. What's up? And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast, previewing the 2023 John Deere Classic. Just wrapped up the Rocket Mortgage. We head to Europe after this week and the fifth major here I mean, you in, can. in the U.S. I know. I stopped. I stopped. Fifth major of the year. We, we got that coming up next week, which will be a banger of an episode. I guarantee you, with the uh, the hometown knowledge we'll bring to you there. But before we get to that, you can find me on Twitter at BDN, check the podcast at Always Press DFS, and my co-host on t- Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing, my friend? I'm good. Uh, at you know, I don't know how much longer at Twitter is going to be around, but that's a that's a whole other yeah that was story there. That was a mess on Saturday. Absolute disaster. Yeah, I, I missed it all. I was playing golf Saturday, Sunday, so I didn't watch any golf. Didn't see anything going on. But now I, I just today loaded my tweet deck, and it's like. It is just not even functioning hardly. So yeah, I heard the tweet deck's a mess. I don't have that, so it's working. It's working on my phone, but uh, yeah, it's been working that, on my phone too. That wasn't on Saturday. That was not the case. So. I don't. Uh, anyways, that's a, we'll that's a different story. Yeah, it's a different story. That's a hell of a business plan. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're here to talk some golf, and it finally happened. Ricky Fowler did it. It felt like there was times on Sunday. Not you know, obviously we couldn't see it live. <laughs> that it felt like uh, Ricky was just – I was watching on my phone going, okay, he's uh, he's tied up, but he's got a few holes extra, and he's got two par fives coming up. Oh, he'll be cool. And he just kept parring everything. And then he threw an absolute dart on 18 when he had to have the birdie. Gets the birdie. Wins in the playoff against Hadwin. And um, and um, it's totally blanked. Hadwin and Morikawa. Morikawa. Yeah, so it was, it was good to see. Um, it was needed. It, it was definitely needed. Well-deserved. He's been playing such great golf. So what do you have on the Rocket Mortgage uh, Birdie Fest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I was I did the junkie scoring today and it's crazy how much how many points that uh, like the winners had. Like they were over six hundred. I think six fifty three took it down uh this week. But anyways, um yeah, man, Ricky, I mean, we talked about him last week that the win was coming and we didn't, you know, necessarily know if it was gonna be that particular week, but he held uh he held it together uh for four rounds, played really good golf. And got the win. Um, so yeah, really happy for Ricky. I, I I saw the the highlight of the end, and you could just tell when that last putt went in, which I didn't realize he was in a three way playoff um, at the time. But when that last putt went in, that there was a a lot of weight lifted off his shoulders. You could just see the way he just kind of took it all in real quick. He's like, okay, that, that's done. Thank yeah. God. Like yeah. let's fuck. We got yeah. over that hump. And yeah. uh, he was his his pressers have been good. He's he's. Uh, Gonna go hang out in Europe with the girls and the boys, uh, the little JT and um, and Spieth and their wives, and then they're gonna play some golf uh, in Scotland, and then um, and then obviously the British Open the following week. So big boy stuff from Ricky. They're already talking, you know, Ryder Cup this, Ryder Cup that. I'm just glad he got the W. That was yeah. pretty sweet to see. Um, other than that, though, six to six percentage is like three percent. It was a very low one, and uh, a lot of chalk bombs. Ekro was the one that missed it for me. Um, you know, the big dogs, Matsuyama and, and company didn't make it up top. It was a very, it was a great tournament for DFS if you want to play contrarian style stuff, but it was, uh, the typical birdie fest wildcard. Yeah. I mean, 2,400 wins it. And I mean, there was seven guys over 20. I mean, that's, 
it's a pretty ridiculous amount of people shooting 20 under over four days. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we got it again this week and then at least one tournament next week too. So, Yeah, we got some birdie fest coming up, so that will take us right to this one, the John Deere Classic, one of the weaker fields we've seen in a few weeks, which is, <laughs> which is due. It's due after the schedule these guys have been putting out there. So yeah. it's it's time for one of these when Cam Young, who's been playing rough golf, is your best quote-unquote rated player in the field that says pretty much everything you need to know but we have a ton of uh, event history so what do you got for us yeah last year jt poston won this uh event 21 under three shots over uh zadenhut and griot 2021 was lucas glover 19 under two shots over ryan moore and kevin Na. 2020 was canceled due to covid 2019 was dylan fratelli 21 under two shots over russell henley uh, 2018 was Michael Kim, 27 under, eight shots over Bronson Burgoon, Joel Dahman, Francisco Molinari, and Sam Ryder. 2017 was uh, Bryson, DeChambeau. 2016, Ryan Moore. Jordan Spieth won this twice, not in the field. Brian Harmon's a past champion. Zach Johnson, past champion. Used to be the Steve Stricker Open when he won it three consecutive years. Uh, but, yeah, this this field this week – is something it's corn fairy-esque that's the best yes. way i can say it. and it's yeah. going to be a birdie mess um it's gonna I, I think it'll be fun but in a weird way uh the golf course is very open to scoring it's a par 71 7200 yards it's tpc deer run like we said this court this has been played many many times here very common deal they have long par threes uh, a lot of the par four scoring is going to be tremendously important it's tree-lined fairways they're they're giving fairways they're not like tremendously wide fairways but you can get there, and it all comes down to approach game from there. If you're hitting the fairways and you can get your wedge fest on, it's very, very big. Most most approaches, 75 to 150. I'd say most are like 1 to 125 for the most part. Um, you need to take advantage of the par fives again. These are holes you can definitely score on. Uh, uh, when you look at the last few tournaments here, approach game is the biggest thing outside of luck, uh, strokes game, luck box putting. That would be your next thing here. But you have to crush the par fives. That is a tremendous thing for past winners here. Par fours, five of the par fours are four to 450, and then three or 450 to 500. So you got that range you can play with there. And then other than that, like sand savings will be big because you need to have like zero bogeys whatsoever. There's lots of sand around the greens. Uh, the, the greens are decent size. They're not like super small or super large. So greens and reg you think would be pretty solid. But if you miss out, you need to at least save your par or you're in uh, tremendous trouble here. Other than that, it's pretty much just attack the pins and get hot with the putter. So what do you like this week? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of course history. You can wait. Um, I think you hit it pretty good there. Par 5 scoring matters a ton here and part of your better percentage. Yep, get out it is the name of the game here. And uh, I put a thing in the uh, the Fantasy DJ's Discord, kind of a, a thread about past winners and the success they had coming in. And just like the the Cliff Notes version of it, if you fin you, you you had to play last week, those are the past winners played last week, uh, and I believe they finished top twenty last week. Uh, they played the John Deere before, so they're not new here, and um, they gained at least two strokes on approach in the last like four tournaments, and they gained strokes period no matter what on approach last week. So they had to basically come in in good form and know the golf course. That's pretty much the gist of it, which makes sense in almost any tournament you go to. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about DK here, as it'll be fun, especially when you start off the prices. 10K <laughs> and above, your highest-priced golfer in the field, Denny McCarthy, 
$10,600. Russell Hanley, 10-4. Ludvig Aberg at 10-1. And then Cam Young at 10000 Like These guys, I guess, deserve the price based on the field strength. I'm not going to argue that. But are, who are you paying 10K plus for up here? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's... I think it's Henley um, is the main guy who I would target. And you know, I, it, in my opinion, there's plenty of guys in the 7K range to play. Um, yes, I, when I first opened this up, though, and I saw that it was fucking Denny McCarthy, the highest priced, I, I just was not really dreading going down the list even any further. But, um, yeah, I think Russell Henley at 10-4. I mean, Aberg at 10-1 is, is playable too, but he's going to be popular. Yeah. Um, 40th last week, not, you know, not terrible at 8,700, but, you know, he's going to need to top two or three, you know, to pay off that, that price tag. So um, if you think you can do it this week, I like Russell Henley though. I mean, like you, you talked about the fact that, you know, course history matters here, um, approach matters and his course history is 11th, second, 27th. And he's got four straight top twenties on tour. And those are in, Better, much better fields than this one. So, uh, Russell Henley is the one guy I would target up here. Yeah, I'm with you on Henley at 10 4. He's fifth in my model. If we're talking approach game over the last 24 rounds, he's first in this field. Uh, he's second in good drives. We're talking about finding the fairway. He's first in par four scoring. So, he's, he definitely um, has it figured out for the most part when it comes to what we're looking for at this golf course. So, I'm with you on Henley. Aberg, I love, but he's going to be extremely popular, and I'm not paying 10-1. If he wins, it's one of those, if he wins, he wins. That's cool. Like I'll give him credit. If he played the chalk Aberg and he wins, knock yourself out. What I watched with him this past weekend that stood out to me a ton is when it was going good, it was going good. When it was going bad, he started unraveling a little bit. He's got some of that little I'm uh, young and temper thing going on. A little so, esque Yeah, there was, a, there was some resemblances there because he can pipe his drive. Like There's no yeah. doubt about it. Very accurate driver of the golf ball. Like he's fifth in this field in par fives uh, over the last 24 rounds. I'm not denying the talent, but his like uh, short wedge game, not the most ideal. And just his overall, I'd say mental game. If it goes off the rails, it's going to go off the rails. So really curious to see how that plays for him this week. Um, the other thing I will mention is Denny McCarthy has, is having a really good year. It's like a trend though. When we've seen it in the past, when he's priced high, he just fails. When he's priced like low, everyone's like, oh, here comes Denny McCarthy. We'll see if that's a real trend or not, but I'm not paying 10-6 for it. So, yeah, if I'm up here, it's 10-4 for Henley, and that's about it for me. I'm with you. Especially when you got this 9K range where I could see a lot more of these guys doing something this week. Yeah, Like Adam Hadwin at 98 played awesome last week, and he fits this course perfectly. But Eric Cole at 97, Keith Mitchell 96, Shank at 95, Taylor Moore off a great week at 94. Uh, Shank had a great week, too. Chris Kirk had a good week at 93, Grio 92, Seamus Power 91, and the defending champion JT Poston at 9,000. I could easily see myself double dipping or even putting three guys from here before I get in that 10K range. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's, there's, this is really where to start it. Um, you know, Adam Hadwin, I think he'll be popular, but he's, he's definitely playable. I like Eric Cole at 97. He did miss the cut here in his one start uh, back in 2021, uh, but has made four straight on tour. He's got a, you know, top six mixed in there at, at the Canadian Open. Um, so playing good, uh, really good golf right now. Adam Schink, Shank, whatever, seventh last week. I mean, he's like the definition of a GPP play, especially in this field. Seventh, miscut, miscut, seventh, second, miscut, miscut, miscut. And his last however many starts that is on the PGA Tour. Has played here plenty, um, withdrew last year, but fourth, sixth, miscut. So 
I mean, he seems to me like the prototypical GPP guy. Uh, Taylor Moore, 9,400. I ended up getting on him because um, somebody posted something about like birdie fest courses and, you know, guys who kind of gained more strokes there versus uh, non birdie fests or whatever. And, and he was kind of high up in that. So I ended up playing him on a team with Fowler and Koost, who ended up doing pretty well as well. Nice. Guest, I don't know how the fuck you say his name. K U E S T. I think it's Guest, is what I was hearing on the broadcast. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense to me. No, no. Yeah, but anyway, so we'll just call him Guest. Um, uh, but he's 24th here. Uh, Taylor Moore, 24th here last year, coming off the fourth place, fourth place finish at the Rocket Mortgage, but he was three consecutive miscuts before that. So, golf baby. Yeah, this is what it is. And then Agrio at 9,200, second here last year. Uh, 15th at the Travelers in his last start. I mean, I, I think he's fine to play if you, you know, if you're around there, but I'd rather have like more Cole, in my opinion, than, than to go to Grio. Yeah, I'm with you on this pretty much. I love Adam Hadwin. Like, if I'm going to eat chalk up top, it might be Adam Hadwin, uh, especially if you're playing cash for some reason. Like, I'm, I hate saying this in golf. I'm pretty confident he makes the cut. Let's put it that way with the upside to make a run at 9,800 bucks. He's seventh in my field and my model. He's third in par four scoring. Uh, which is what we want to see for sure. So I like Hadwin. I like the Eric Cole call. He's eighth in my model. He's eighth in opportunities gained. He's first in DK points over the last 24 rounds, which is a, a really good thing as well. Shank is 17th. I love Adam Shank for everything you mentioned. The he did the, the the walk around or whatever they call it in the middle of round three. And he was kind of just, you know, treading water. He's six strokes back. He's like, yeah, I need to get going. I'm going to get a hot streak going here. By the end of Sunday, I'll be okay. And he just tore it up after that. It was pretty awesome to watch. So Shank at 95. Don't mind Taylor Moore. I got Grio ticked off here. The other one I want to mention, though, is Chris Kirk. He's fourth in my model. When you look at uh, tournament history, he hasn't played since 2018 with a 23rd finish uh, that year. And coming in a nice form 14th last week after three straight made cuts. So similar to your Taylor Moore thing, it's like all of a sudden something clicked. And we're talking about a shorter golf course where accuracy off the tee can help put you in good positions. Chris Kirk could be a dude for that. Like he's – um he's got the, the opportunities gained his third in this field proximity from one to one twenty five second, one twenty five to one fifty fifteenth. So he's got the approach game to carry him. If he can just get off the tee. So I like Chris Kirk at 93 as another option there. Eight K you got Smalley at 89, Jaeger 88, Benny on 87, Straka 86, Sebez 85, Taylor Montgomery 84, P Rod, who withdrew last week at 83, Nick Taylor, 82, Cooch 81, who I don't know if Cooch is actually going to play. Gim at eight thousand. So, what do you see in this range? You got to think P. Rodge withdrew just to get ready for this week, right? You think so? He's actually played well here before, so I, I can see that happening. I've got him checked. Rest off, up, but... play well here, get a free trip to freaking the British Open. That's what I can see <laughs> the, the the question will come here in just a second. But Alex Smalley, two or two made cuts here at this event. Sixteenth, forty seventh in his last two uh, starts at the John Deere, and three straight made cuts for him. Uh, six of the last seven. So playing really solid golf has a. Ninth place finish mixed in there at the Travelers a couple weeks back. Jaeger at 8,800. I mean, if you liked him last week at 8,900 in a stronger field, I mean, why would you not play him at 8,800 in this field? Finished ninth last week. Um, I mean, he hasn't missed a cut since the Heritage back in April. Finished 30th here last year. Uh, missed cut back in 2018. Cbez 8,500. Second here last year. I think he's fine just because of the um, – course history there the recent form is a little bit more sketch so not a huge fan but i think he's playable it is a p rods week correct yes if he's playing it is a p rods week yes 
And then Doug Gim um, at 8,000. Uh, course history is not great, but it's miscut 18th with Drew. Uh, so the miscut was last year, 18th in 2021. He's made five straight cuts on tour. Um, you know, he's got a couple of three top 20s in his last five starts. Pretty solid. Uh, playing really good golf, hitting a shit ton of greens. And uh, the putter seems to be working pretty well. Uh, so I, I do like him. He was nine under last week on the par fives, which bodes well for par five scoring this week. Most definitely. Yeah, I have four of my top ten of my model are in this range. It started with Alex Smalley, who's number one in my model. So I'm with you there. He's fourth in approach, tenth in finding the fairways, fourth in par four scoring, first in opportunities gain all over the last 24 rounds. It's a big fun of what Alex Smalley's doing. Jaeger's tenth in my model, and I'm 100% with you. From that tweet thread I told you about, he was one of like the six golfers that quali- makes all the qualifications. Uh, to win this this tournament, obviously that doesn't always work that way. But Jaeger's playing really good golf, like you said. Tenth in my model, love some Steven Jaeger, a guy that's I think a very very good tournament play because we've seen him go completely just boom or bust type dude. Is Sepp Straka um, at this turn uh, in his recent form? Sixty fourth last week, thirty eighth miscut, sixteenth at the Memorial, 29th at the Charles Schwab. And when you just look at this event as a whole, miscut in twenty twenty one, t twenty six in twenty nineteen. He's an approach game master. It's just a matter of can he get out of his own way at times and, and give himself chances to score. That's the big thing. Like he's 17 in good drives. Uh, he's decent in par five scoring. Not great. Pretty good at par four. But he can uh, when his approach game is on, he can birdie in bunches. So I think Strzok is a good tournament player that kind of goes under the radar this week. I like P-Rodge at 83. Another guy that might be forgotten because it's a few weeks removed now is Nick Taylor. He's third in my model, um, 15th in approach. Fifth in par four scoring, seventh in opportunities gained. Uh, we know how the run he's on. Miscut here last year with 28th, 33rd, 34th, previous three seasons. Miscut at the U.S. Open the week after the Canadian. He's taking a couple weeks off now. I like Nick Taylor this week. Hopefully, you know, with the weeks off, people forget about Nick Taylor. And then I agree with you on Doug Gim. He's second in my model. So I'm a big fan of what Doug Gim's doing. These are the kind of courses and tournaments you love to play Doug Gim. 75 to 79, you got KH Lee, Ryan Palmer, Ches Reeby, Mark Hubbard, Michael Kim, Bo Hossler, Brendan Todd, Aaron Baddeley, Dylan Wu, Joseph Bramlett, and your boy, Gordon Sargent. What do you like on this one? Did Gordon Sargent even make the cut? No, he missed the cut last week. No, he's uh, he's another one of those young guys that likes to bomb and gouge, and if the driver's off, good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 7,700, uh, Ches Reeby um, played here a lot. He has missed two out of his last three cuts at this event, but playing really good golf coming in here 29th 4th 25th in his last three starts very solid uh hubbard at 7700 made his last two cuts at the john deere 13th and 41st um, but is coming off of two consecutive missed cuts so take that for what it's worth i love michael kim this week at 7600 he won here in 2018 and then proceeded to miss the next two cuts but he is playing much better golf this year than he was in previous years coming in here. So uh, Kim at 7,600 and then Dylan Wu at 7,500. Did you see that stretch of golf that Dylan Dude, Wu had on, insane. Did you on see Thursday? Tweet, did you see his tweet about it? I did not, no. He, PGA I was probably Tour, limited. Oh, you probably were. PGA Tour, <laughs> uh, PGA Tour, Tour tweeted out the, the run, like what hole, the, the, what he kept doing. And then he quote tweeted, it goes, be cool if there was some TV coverage of that. <laughs> did they even have did they even have the albatross did they even like has anybody seen that i don't think so no that's, that's why i think that's why he said it like, pretty cool if you had tv coverage of that yeah i mean that's just unbelievable 43rd here last year for him uh 24th last week 
you know, he didn't have a very good Sunday, but uh, had a solid tournament going into Sunday. So I do like Dylan Wu this week. Yeah, we're on pretty much the same place here. I love the chesticle 11th in my model. Hubbard, I will take the bounce back. Just like in tournaments, one of my steps, Straka comments. When Hubbard's going, he's not one of the better birdie dudes in the world. He's yeah. 29th, he's 29th in my model. He's, even with the back-to-back miscuts over his last 24 rounds, second in approach, first in par five scoring in this field. So I'll take my chance, 21st in par four. So I'll, I'll take my chances with Mark Hubbard at 7700 bucks. Michael Kim with you there at, at 76. Big fan of what he's doing. Dylan Wu, I love at 75. I think it'll be more popular this week because of last week, but definitely in play there. The two guys that I want to kind of watch ownership and take a, a bigger look on at $7,900 is Ryan Palmer. Uh, missed cut here in 2019. That doesn't play this tournament very often, but he's coming in with a, a 33rd last week, 33rd at the Travelers. Missed cut to Charles Schwab. So he's kind of just playing in some tournaments when he can get in, basically, not the big tournaments. And he's doing well enough. And we know he can get going from time to time. And then the other one is Brendan Todd. This is a, a tilting one because we're talking approach game. Brendan Todd's an approach wizard. That's what he does. He can't putt to save his life. And his right now his big struggles are getting off the tee. Outside of that, if he can just get off the tee, his approach game is great. Like um, he's 15th in par four scoring at 7,600 bucks. I'm, I'm very interested in Brendan Todd. 43rd here last year, 18th in 2019. Um, it's just the current form, like 56th, miscut 34th, withdrew 57th. What do you get from Todd? But in a tournament, I think he could be a, a fun one as well. 7K to 74, you got quite a few guys. Who you like in here? Yeah, uh, Peter Peter Guest, Guest, yes, yeah, whatever, 7,400 <laughs> uh, this week. Caught the, the jump from 61 last week, but he was less than 1% owned in most, or at least in the contest that I played him in. Uh, finished fourth, obviously, last week, uh, but he's never played here. Sam Stevens, 7,400, made another cut last week. Did not have a good Saturday and then did not have a good Sunday. But um, making the cut, you know, obviously at 7,400, it's uh, the name of the game. Callum Taron uh, at 73, finished sixth here last year and has made three consecutive cuts on tour, um, kind of getting a little bit better every week. Uh, 29, 33rd, 43rd, if you go backwards from last week to the previous week's. Uh, so getting a little bit better every week. Um, I like him. Lucas Glover, 7,200, past champion here. Uh, and he's coming off a fourth-place finish uh, at the Rocket Mortgage. You know, if, if if he gets going, he can get really hot. Uh, Chesson Hadley at 7,100. The course history is, you know, pretty good. 10th, 34th, miscut, 25th, miscut, miscut. So he's played her plenty. 10th-place finish last week is – Bodes or last year, but bodes well and three consecutive made cuts for him on tour. Sam Ryder, uh, another kind of course history guy, four of four made cuts here. He's never missed a cut here in four appearances at the John Deere 40th last week. Um, he's a, a very boomer bust play, but you know, the course history matches. So $7,000 Sam Ryder makes sense to me. And he was going for that first round leader last week in Detroit. So he can get hot. We know that for sure. Um, I'm with you on a lot of these guys, but we talked about like I could do three 9K guys and three guys down here and not worry about it at all. Be totally cool with it. Yeah. Um, I got Stevens and, and Guest uh, picked off here. Tarim as well. Nick Hardy at 73 is one that kind of is, is interesting to me. He's played really well here. That's why he's 30th in 2022, 43rd and 18th, 55 in 2017. Uh, recent form, miscut last week, 36th, 30th of the Travelers, 20th at the U.S. Open, miscut the Memorial, 48th of the Schwab. So he makes for an interesting tournament play. I want to highlight something on your, your Lucas Glover call. 
I think he's a really good call down here. Um, if, if at least in my model with Glover, he's 14th, he's ninth on approach, sixth in good drives, second in opportunities gained. Um, and, and the thing with him is it's the putter. He sw- he switched to that sweet putter, kind of like what Ricky's using. Everybody's and, using what that putter. You can't but even he, buy it. He, he went from like 143rd overall to fifth in the field last week in putting with that putter. I'm not <laughs> saying he's going to be that good every week, but if he could right. even get to like 50th overall with the way he hits the golf ball, at his price tag at 72, that's a, a big, big improvement that we can get behind. Uh, Carson Young, I'm always down for him, especially in birdie fest. It's, it's, it's all or nothing because he goes on runs where he looks like he's going to shoot 20 under, and then he bogeys like four holes. But it's just what he does, and he's a, he attacks. So I'm all for that in a tournament. Uh, you got Nate Lashley here. Streelman's another one I like because if you're looking at smaller golf courses, Streelman's a dude. 7,200 bucks for Streels. 41st miscut, 7th, 44th in his last uh, four appearances here. And then if you look at his recent form, Miscut of the Travelers, 49th at the U.S. Open. Miscut of the Memorial, 9th at the Charles Schwab. So um, I think he's quite intriguing to me. And then I told you I had a few down here. Um, Patton Kazire, 20th in my model. He's 8th uh, in proximity that we were looking for. And when you look at his recent numbers, it's uh, – there's so many freaking guys down here. Patton Kazire tournament. There he is. 15th, 11th, 30th, 25th his last four times here. So talk about a guy that likes to play or similar to Justin Hadley. I like both of them. And then other than that, I'd say like Chad Ramey and Justin Lauer are both nice 7K options with your Sam Ryder pick as well. All right, 6K. There's options, kind of. What do you like down here? Yeah, there is. Grayson Sig finished 16th here last year. Uh, three consecutive made cuts for him on tour. Some you'll know um, has played here a lot. Not really had much success. 43rd last year with Drew 50th in his last three starts at this event. But – he hasn't missed a cut since the Honda Classic. Not playing like every single week, but but enough there where he's making cuts and the finishes aren't great. But again, we're down here at sixty eight hundred dollars in this field. So uh, Martin Laird sixty six hundred, never missed a cut at this event. So four out of four uh, made cuts and did make the cut last last week. But is there's a shit so many missed cuts this year. I mean, it's you know. But again, we're at sixty. <laughs> I I checked the box for the same reason. Trust me. Uh, And then for some reason, my model likes William Mao. I I can't really figure out why necessarily, but I did learn that he is, uh, he just turned pro. He was at Pepperdine um, and he signed with ping. So there you go. 6,600 William. I'm assuming that's Mao. M O U W. I hope it's Mao. Um, That'd just be freaking phenomenal. <laughs> hear them have to announce that all week. That'd be great. And then last but not least, Ma- 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 Matthias Schwab, uh, 16th here last year, 83rd and finished DFL, I guess last week. Um, that's crazy how low that six for six, a six percentage was with, I mean, really an MDF type of cut. Yeah. Um, that's how many big like no Fino, no more or no Matsuyama, no yeah. Tom Kim, like some big boys. Yep. Yeah. That's like, I mean, too. Yeah. That's it. There's other names down here, but I'm not gonna go through every single. Yeah, there's a few like I got uh Zhang Dao at sixty nine hundred bucks. The reason I like him a lot is he can get going birdie wise. Uh just last week alone, he finished seventeenth, fifty second of the travelers. Um he has never played this tournament, but if you look at uh, the thing I like the most about him. He Sixth, did in 2018. He missed the cut. Oh, uh, missed. Thank you. Sixth in opportunities gained over the last 24 rounds. So he's giving you chances. That's all I want to yep. see right now. Like, go attack the pen. Um, Pete Malnati coming in and he, good last week. He's played okay here. He'd be an interesting one. Yawn at 6,800 bucks. 
he is a tournament like he was near the top of the leaderboard for a while. Finished 14th last week, miscut the traveler, 18th of the Canadian Open. So if you want to go boom or bust, Yon's there. Sadoshi Kadaira, he's 12th in my model, shows you the strength of the field. But he had a big weekend, uh, not a great Sunday, but a good Friday, Saturday at uh, the Rocket Mortgage for a nice finish for Kadaira. Um, if I throw anybody else out here, T Dunks at 64 would be someone I would look at as well. Um, if you look at his uh, tournament history, withdraw, miscut, but then 26th and 12th, and you just look at how he played last week, he's a total tournament player. Obviously, he finished 47th. He was much higher at one point in time. So um, he'd be a dude as well, but I hopefully won't find myself down there. All right, let's recap things. Jesse, 10K and above, who you liking? Henley. Yeah, I'll go with you on Henley on this one. Uh, 9K. Uh, I'm going to say Taylor Moore. I'm going to go Shank. At 95, uh, 8K range. P. Raj. Nice. Say that with a conviction, like you mean it. I'll go Jaeger bombs. Uh, 75 to 79. Uh, Michael Kim. That's a fun one. I'm going to go Dylan Wu. 7K to 74. Uh, Peter Guest. I was hoping you were going to pick him. I really was. Um, There's a lot I like here. I'm going to go Lucas Glover. I'm going to go Lucas Glover. Win equity, if he is putting, is much better than the rest of the crew. And then 6K range. Uh, Grayson Sig. Grayson Sig. I'll go with Yawn at 6800 bucks. That would be my dude there. If you're building the cash lineup, Jesse, who are you liking? I mean... Uh, um, Balanced is the name of the game here. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was just trying to figure out. Like, probably Doug Gim, Chez, and... Patrick Rogers, it's not bad. Uh, I don't mind that at all. I'd say like um, Chez and um, Jaeger for sure, and then yeah, about that. Um, <laughs> Dylan Wu, yeah, it's yeah. a it's rough. Tournaments will be fun again this week though. What do you like in the start off tournament lineup? Yeah, uh, I'd probably go like more uh, Jaeger. Leaves seventy nine there, and then I would get uh, Michael Kim. Okay, I'll leave you a lot of wiggle room. Um, obviously, barring ownership, which I'm not paying as much attention to these days, just because of the ridiculousness of it. But let's go with Jaeger, Shank, and Dylan Wu. Those are the three I like the most, but I'm assuming they'll be pretty popular as well. So we'll see how that goes. All right, picks to win. When Henley is the favorite at 14 to 1, with Dina yeah. McCarthy at 14 to 1. Oh boy, yeah. what do we have here? Yeah, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> but I do have some. Um, you can get some Jager at 35. Rogers. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, Rogers at 40, Michael yeah. Kim at 60, and then uh, Peter Guest at, at uh, 90. Those aren't bad. Yeah, this, this turns into the birdie fest it should be. You're going to get some names towards the top of that board. Like Poston's one here. Luke List has played well here. So right. you're going to get dudes that show up out of like, I wouldn't yeah. say nowhere, but kind of nowhere. Um, like Sam Ryder was interesting. If he brings the brings the pain like he did for one day last week, he's 100 to 1. Um, but yeah, whew, this is brutal. I think Jaeger would be my dude at 35. I think Chris Kirk at 35 is another one. Uh, Eric Cole's at 30. Man, Shanks at 28. That's insane. That's. Just bonkers. Um, all right. Any final thoughts for the JD Classic before we head did, to your next, mention what's next week? Carson Young this week? Yes, I, I mentioned Carson Young. Of all course right, I good. mentioned Carson Young. I have all to right, mention good. Carson Young. I didn't have him checked off, and I'm <laughs> kind of upset about that now. But, no, I don't have anything other than, uh, yeah, good luck. 
Are you going to the barbersaw next week? I think I am going to actually. I've never been. Um, and uh, a bunch of my friends were were wanting me to to get up there. They're they're all members of the club or whatever. So I think I'll probably go up on Saturday and kind of enjoy nice. the the party. So that'll be a good time. Be a lot yep. of fun. But we'll preview that for you next week, as long as with the Scottish Open, which will be a loaded field uh, to get ready for the British Open and uh, much, much more. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter. If you can, Jesse's on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods, the podcast at Always Press DFS. I am at BD Entrick, but this was your 2023 John Deere Classic Preview. Catch you all next time. I'm ready to show, go, 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 go,